0: schlichter and my new book is called the 21 biggest lies about donald trump and you my book debunks the lies and reminds us why we need trump and his will to fight and win against the left it's the most important book of the year the 21 biggest lies about donald trump and you by me kurt schlichter get it at amazon or wherever books are sold the Big Ten Seventy is everywhere. Click Listen Live on am1070theanswer.com. Go to the App Store and download the KNTH app on your smartphone where you can tap the app and listen to AM 1070 the answer. You can even use the KTH app to wake up to AM 1070 on Alexa. Ask to play the Houston Answer. Plus, you can hear us on tunein.com, iHeartRadio, and radio.com. And in Houston, you'll find us on AM 1070 and FM 1033. The Answer.
2: Good Saturday morning, and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka and we're talking savings, investments, in your retirement, as always, here on the Max Out Savings Show. We our, our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term, to save aggressively and invest conservatively. It And you start that out by by working with your 401k plan, your 403b, your different your different savings, qualified savings plans where you work, and put away as much money as possible. Uh, the, the research says 10% plus the company match, which should get you around 13%, and that's the magic number for retirement. And, and uh, if you're not there, over time, it's going to be very hard to build up wealth, and particularly in this world where I want to talk about this on the show today. Really, the world is rapidly changing, and uh, we're, we're, we've had over the last, uh, since 1980, early 1980s, when inflation peaked, it's been pretty much a 40-year downtrend in inflation. That's starting to change now. And we're going to be discussing some of the reasons why on the show here today. Uh, and with inflation, that endangers, uh, that, that endangers their Social Security. But it's worse than that. With, record, with reckless government spending that's happening out there, what we're seeing is we're, – we're, we're seeing that deficits are skyrocketing. This is endangering, again, causing potential inflation. We've lost the ability to control spending in, in this country, and it, it, and that is not a good situation. Uh, we're, we're dealing with a binary election, uh, and these are all reasons why – to save more. I mean, the government—they can't afford all these pensions, all the the, the social security, the health care that they promised everybody in the United States. It, and there's just no way in the in the idea. And the government's new solution, particularly the Democrats, is something called modern monetary theory, which simply MMT is what it is. It, it's the idea that look, if you or I get in too much debt, we default. Uh, if it It's in too much debt. It's the fault. The government, they don't default. They can keep printing money forever. Now, this flies in the face of 5,000 years of very solid military theory. Just ask the Germans. Just ask the Zimbabweans. Just ask the Argentinians. I mean, just ask the Romans. I mean, you go back through history. It's always the same thing. And yet, you know, we get these people. I mean, I don't know what goes on at Harvard in Yale, in, in, in these East Coast schools that they dream up these things like modern monetary theory, critical race thinking, and other uh, other these complete back crazy ideas that they come up with. And the most astonishing thing is that they, they come up with these ideas, if they perpetuate them out there on the public, and people start actually believing this crap. I mean, it, it, it's truly amazing. And uh but it it's also it's amazing, but it's extraordinarily dangerous. Yeah. Modern monetary, theory, critical race thinking, these things will destroy the United States of America. Not Al Qaeda, not the Chinese, but those type of things, critical race thinking and, and the modern monetary theory. You can print as much money as possible. Everybody's a racist in the United States of America. The United States is a racist, fundamentally racist country founded in sixteen ninety-two. That's uh, uh, the pet project of, of the Schultzberger family in the New York Times. You know, it, it didn't wasn't founded to, to, uh, because uh, we had taxation without representation. It was founded because, hey, let's found a country. We need to break away from England because we need sl- This is preposterous garbage that's going. That, that's being perpetuated On on, on our people it, it, It's going to lead to the destruction Of the United States and make no mistake About it there's a lot of people around The world the Chinese the people forget About the Europeans that want the United States Broken up and this type of stuff Is endangering it so you've got to protect Yourself you've got to protect your wealth for the for the problems that are coming And we have a binary Election coming up next week This is this is a binary Election I mean it is it is red or black, uh, zero or one. It, no, there is no middle ground in this election. Uh, you, you heard, uh, what we're, if, if, if we get Biden in, taxes are going up on corporations. Quite frankly, they deserve it. Okay, but they're going up on everybody. Everybody knows that this idea of $400,000 is completely absurd. They're going to be cutting Exemptions. They're going to be doing. They're they're going to be raising taxes. They're going to be uh, they're going to be getting rid of capital gains tax for people over a billion dollars. You know, people forget when they when they found, when they when they uh, when when they came up with the income tax, it was only supposed to be on very high income people. Now we're all paying, and that's the way this is going to go. They have to pay for a multi-trillion dollar, anywhere from two to ten trillion dollar. Uh, uh, green green, uh, stimulus program, th- this green new issue, which is just completely uh, 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 astonishing. They have to pay for that. But people forget one of the ways they're going to do it, they're going to start taxing carbon, which means anytime you use carbon, which means gasoline, which means diesel fuel, which means plastics, which means you're heating your home, you're going to be paying more taxes. Okay, So you're going to be paying more taxes. They're going to put in place Critical race thinking in the United States. We're going to be looking at at truth and reconciliation committees. You know where they got this from? Go, remember back after we lost, after South Vietnam fell, uh, North Vietnamese came and they put in truth and reconciliation committees. And they had the, you know, the poor Vietnamese person standing up after he spent a year in prison, uh, announcing to the public that, that, that that he he helped out the South Vietnamese. He was a capitalist. It'll be the same thing here. People are going to pronounce oh, everyone was a racist in this country, which is preposterous. And, and it is it's basically uh, it, it is it is basically uh, the critical race thinking. The idea that everybody is is a racist and, and the United States is founded on racism is utterly absurd. Okay, the Black Lives Matter is a anti-family communist, socialist, anti-American, anti-Christian uh, operation is a bigger threat than Al-Qaeda in this country. People do not understand. So what we are doing is we are fighting very tough things here. We, we're looking at the, if Biden gets in there, he said it. I couldn't believe he said it about the, uh, 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 did you see, in fact, did you see Donald Trump's eyes light up when when Biden, said he was going to basically get rid of the oil and gas industry, it's gonna ha- the oil and gas industry would have to go away. Trump couldn't believe what he said. That's what they want. What what do people in Houston, Texas, what are are they thinking when when, uh, uh, Joe Biden and the Democrats want to get rid of the oil and gas, um, they want to defund oil and gas, they're going to regulate it out of existence, they they, want to make a transition away from it. What do you think is going to happen to Houston, Texas, if Joe Biden gets in power? I mean, it is astonishing that anybody in this city is is voting Democratic, given that situation. I mean, look, I get you're a Democrat, I get you believe, but you cannot. Sit there and, and basically put a gun to your head and pull the trigger uh, when, it, when it comes to the destruction of the oil and gas business, which is what it's going to do to you. These are really big things that they want to do. If, if you look at the, uh, you know, if you look at, you know, no, forget the war on China, that's going to go away. And, and we're not going to have to move our supply chains back because Joe Biden, they're going to cut deals with China. Okay, so because one reason you do that is because, look, if you fundamentally believe the United States is a racist country, which is absolutely one of the core positions in the Democratic Party, then you cannot try to build the country up. It's it's hopelessly. it it can't be redeemed. The only way you can do it is basically you're going to have to go through the country. You're going to have to re-educate people. uh, You're going to have to have truth and reconciliation committees. You're going to have to come in and do reparations. And this is going to be utterly destructive. In the end, the United States of America will break up under this. This is the most dangerous thing we have ever seen when it it comes to this type of thing. And people do not understand. What's happening out there? I mean, we're going to destroy the oil and gas business. We're going to engage in truth and reconciliations. Committee. Well, Ted, look, only a couple of people said that. Hey, let's look at some of the other stuff. What about the reparations? That was a completely ridiculous idea. Now California is studying that. And in all fairness to California, they, they have an unlimited pool of money they can go give out to everyone out there. I don't know where it's going to come from, but, but that's what you're dealing with. You know, that was completely absurd. The idea of, of critical race thinking that everybody in the country was fundamentally racist. Ten years ago, people would have thought you, were, you would have been consigned to the loony bin for saying something like that. And now this is this is being propagated by by most major corporations are trying to teach critical race thinking to sit there and suck up the Black Lives Matter and subject their own employees to basically – to basic re-education camps. The, the the idea that the United States is a racist country founded in 1692, five years ago, was utterly a crazy idea. And now it's being pushed out there in, in academia, particularly on the East Coast. It's the, the mainstream media all loves it. It's the pet project of the New York Times, the 1692 project, which is a project that says the United States of America was a fundamentally racist country that was founded in 16. 16- in the 16 which is absolutely garbage. And, and and we are listening to this stuff and people are, with a straight face are telling this and we have got to put a stop to it. Now here's the good news. The polls are looking pretty good for Donald Trump. The 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 the, the last debate it you know what Donald Trump needed to do was he needed to look like look he can be Argue, rationally argue his positions. The idea of trying to shake up Joe Biden wasn't a good idea because it made Trump people. People felt like he all he could do was talk about himself. But this time he articulated his positions, and Joe Biden got dropped his guard at the end of the debate. Two things happened in the, the debate. He started faltering. You could see him start slipping, and, and he was starting to lose it. Which which, and, he, and again, it was really yeah. amazing to watch when Biden started slipping. You'd see Trump looking at him, and he'd look right at the camera and just stare right at the camera, like, "Can you believe this?" And then, and then at the end, he made the mistake of, "Yes, we're gonna we're gonna have transition away from the oil and gas sector." And Trump pounced on it. And, and, and it's not just Texas that's endangered; it's New Mexico, huge parts of New Mexico that are oil and gas are producing jobs. It's Oklahoma, it's Ohio, it's Pennsylvania. It, it, it's all across the country. Oil, comp, oil jobs and energy jobs are an important part of the economy. But understand, if we make that transition away from oil and gas, you know who's going to fund that? It's not going to be a bunch of billionaires in Silicon Valley and in Hollywood, it, and it's not going to be a bunch of multi-millionaire uh, athletes in the NFL and the NBA. It's going to be the working people of the United States of America, it, and so do we need to do something about the, the environment? Absolutely, yes. But as, as longtime listeners of the Max Out Saving Show know, we have spoken about this numerous times uh, and pointed out the the massive pollution coming out of China – uh, I, I, I toured around China. We we wrote about this, and then we wrote about I, I forgot the number. It was like fifteen percent of of the of the, of the of the agricultural land is China is too polluted to even use it. So bad, and, and the number that's mildly polluted is about twenty five percent. It's extraordinary. We we talk about, they did a study. Seventeen percent of pollution in San Francisco is coming from China. The air pollution, seventeen percent. It, it, the, the uh, you know, I was in, in Shanghai looking at the at the river. I, I forget what river it was, Yangtze or whatever it was. The thing was filthy, dirty. I fished down at the mouth of the Mississippi River numerous times. I've jumped in the water. It's nice, caught fish. It's a wonderful place. It's a sewer. The major uh, rivers coming out of China. That doesn't even include. Go take a look at the nighttime satellite uh, pictures of the uh, southern. Uh, Southern Atlantic Ocean around Argentina, and it looks like there's a city in the middle ocean. Those are Chinese fishing boats stripping the world of of fish and squid and everything else. Uh, go go look at, go look at uh, elsewhere. the mowing down forests in in in, uh, in Brazil, uh, uh, putting in palm oil plantations for soybeans and palm oil plantations in Southeast Asia, uh, destroying the, the the rainforest. That is the biggest carbon sink because. Because what plants and trees do is they convert CO2 to oxygen, tearing all those down farms and, and things to, to feed China, because they don't want to buy I, grain from us. if China is destroying the planet, they, they, They're be massive amounts of coal, and nobody cares. I'll tell you what, we're coming up with right? this show, and we'll be right back.
1: schydraulics.com.
2: Welcome back to the Maxwell Chagian Show. If you have any questions or comments, you always give us a call at 713-339-1070. Also, if you haven't, we're writing our new max out savings. Program. We're going to write about what you know, some of our thoughts before the election. That's coming out this week. We're going to have a, a, another report after the election. Uh, if you're not on the free max out savings report list, uh, just go to the website, sign up. It's completely free. We talk, you know, we, like I said, we we wrote about the, the the pollution in China. We wrote about the soil pollution over there. We've written about all this stuff out there in the max out savings report, and it's all free. It's all about savings. Saving for Retirement, Building Up Wealth, and uh, sort of our website, maxoutsavings.com. Now then, what so where do we go? We're expecting more inflation in here. And so if you look in 2008, uh, the Federal Reserve flooded the system with money. Well, they, 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 they engaged in massive bailouts. Their balance sheet went up. They've done numerous quantitative easing programs since then, and we didn't have inflation. Everyone thought we would. But we didn't. Why didn't we have it? And why do we expect inflation to happen this time? Uh, a couple thoughts. You know, A-10 and beyond, QE-1, 2, and 3, and Operation Twist, and it's just one bit of, of malarkey after another from the Federal Reserve. The difference was the money stayed up in the system. The bank, uh, the, the, the they went and rescued the, the Wall Street banks and some insurance companies. The Fed put money in, lent the money, flooded the system with money. The banks had to recapitalize their balance sheets, so they didn't lend, lend out as much because they were trying to build their balance sheets up after big losses. And the the Tea Party was around then, too. And so the Tea Party wasn't going to put up with a lot of spending. And, and, and so uh, so they, uh, particularly once the Republicans got back in, they cut back the spending because they didn't want deficits to go out of control because they're pretty conservative people. It, 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 and so the money stayed up in the stratosphere, which means stock prices went up and bond prices went down. But because interest rates went down or bond prices went up because interest rates went down. And so the really wealthy got wealthier, but the money didn't really come down into the economy. What makes this time is is the Fed and everyone said, "Look, we can't keep printing money forever." The 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 all the central banks are saying this. Says so you're going to have to do more fiscal spending, and the reason why they're saying this is, is is really key. Is the Fed knows that people are sick and tired of them coming in every time there's the least little bit of a slowdown rescuing wall street making the the rich much richer and then and, and then and you're getting this huge disparity between of wealth disparity in the united states so the wealthy are getting super wealthy and it's basically because they're being bailed out by the federal reserve every time there's the least little bit of hiccup meanwhile working people in this country and by that i don't i don't think just the person in the plant i mean the people working people doctors lawyers engineers small businessmen, medium-sized businessmen, they're having to tough it out. They're not getting bailouts. They're not getting free money. They're not getting subsidized lending by the Fed buying their bonds. And so people are like, look, this is ridiculous with the Fed. Everybody knows the Federal Reserve is out of control. And so the Fed and everyone is pushing, well, we need to do more fiscal spending to get the money in the economy. That's what we did this time. And if you notice, the economy is doing Pretty well out there right now, I, at least in in, in Texas, uh, it, it, it's really a tale of, uh, of which we're going to expand upon a little later in the show. But uh, of, of two countries, so the, the the red the red states versus the the blue states. The, the blue states they got to keep the economy shut down. They got to get rid of Donald Trump, they, and so 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 what we're dealing with is the monies that, w- that we had. Uh, uh, additional funds coming in for uh, unemployment so the unemployment business, they got400 more a lot of people don't want to look for a job because they're getting more money that way but but all that money is coming in the savings rate has skyrocketed in this crisis which is very unusual also the the uh, uh, credit card debt is dropping people are using extra money to pay off credit cards they're not spending money so so the, so some positive habits. the money's coming into the economy this time okay the tea Party's kind of gone right now I mean they're they're sort of fighting in the Senate to try to keep the the the, the uh, they want to do a trillion dollar stimulus program to help out that some uh, uh, working people small companies and maybe schools in, in some cities but the but the the Democrats started over three trillion dollars. They're at about two point two, two point four trillion. But even then, it's hard for the Dem- for the Republicans to stand up because everybody wants to spend money. Now, the Democrats, as we talked about on the show, they believe in mon- monetary theory. And they go, look, we can spend as much money as we want because we're a country and we can just print money. So. This is what makes it so you're going to see additional fiscal stimulus. Remember, uh, our fiscal stimulus right now has been about three trillion dollars worth of fiscal stimulus. If you add it all up, it, some of it hasn't been spent, so it's a little less than that. They want to do another another. The, that we're talking about getting 2 trillion recently i don't think it's going to get done that's 5 trillion that's 25% of the gdp on a 20 trillion dollar economy so this but this money's coming into the system now it's not way up at the top in Wall Street, it's much. It is not. Don't, don't worry. The Fed has bailed out Wall Street. They were buying bonds for, for, they were buying Amazon and Apple's bonds, people that didn't even need the money. And then working people in this country, did anybody see their cost of their credit cards get cut? Interest? No. Why didn't that happen? Where the hell is the Federal Reserve when it comes to consumers and individuals? So, so what we're seeing is, is a, uh, is the money is starting to come into the system, and, and, and this is fundamentally different from two thousand and nine and ten, and and this is going to be more inflationary. Let me let me give you some statistics here. We've talked about in this show. We've been around the country. We've seen uh, if you drive it on the big interstates, they're full of trucks. Uh, the the container ships are completely booked up coming out of Asia. You can't get containers right now. If you bring your container in here, you call up Union Pacific Railroad, like, yeah, yeah, I'd like to move my container down to Houston. They're like, well, good luck. Go get a truck because the the, the trains are full. The trucks are filled up. It's it, it, it costing three times uh, what it was last year to move a container out from Asia into a West, uh, West Coast port. That means there's a lot of demand coming in for stuff. The economy is going. There's shortages of all types of products. Now, here's an interesting survey. Uh, 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 Evermore ISI did a survey of, of uh, businesses, consumer and businesses, it, it, uh, you know, business that sold to consumer and businesses. Look, how's your inventory? And and so you can, is it, is it do you have too much inventory, a little too much, about uh, even little or too little? None, none, zero of the resp- of the respondents said they had too much inventory. Zero of the respondents, which is extraordinary. Ten percent said it's about right, which means ninety percent of the respondents had too little inventory, or or or, or inv- a little too little, a little too low inventory, or too low. Sixty percent uh, was thirty percent, and then sixty percent it was too low, which means. Inventory is too low. This is why you're dealing with shortages of products. You're not seeing the sales you once did. The economy is doing pretty well, it, and you're seeing prices are going up. This is inflationary. Uh, and think, think what's going to happen when, when we get when, when when we reopen the country. Look, this election is next week. After next week, no Democrat has any dog in the hunt to keep the economy shut down. They all they're going to want to try to get things going. Uh, because it doesn't do any good now. You know the election's coming up. So, so what we're seeing is, is that that these economies are, are once this we have shortages right now. Well, what's going to happen when, when uh, New York, New Jersey, California, Illinois, uh, those places, Massachusetts start opening up some more? Yeah, Michigan, they're trying to keep those people all locked down. The, once that starts happening, you're going to see more demand for products more inflation out there. It, it, but it's, it's not going to stop there. With record low interest rates put out by the Federal Reserve, there's massive amounts of buying on houses, on real estate, and, and this is further causing a boom. So so this is what we're going to see happen in here. But it, it, but, but the problem we're running into is, 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 is a fundamental problem. Is The, the, the Central banks around the world have effectively lost control of monetary policy to government. So there's too much pressure to, to get money into populist people, into people's hands, and people are tired of, of the bailouts on Wall Street. This, again, is going to be inflationary. So, so right now, there's something called the velocity of money. All this money, the Fed has printed all this money. Money supply has gone up about eight percent This is the largest since World War II an 18 percent increase. Well, the velocity dropped because the economy was shut down. We're going to see some velocity numbers in the next couple of weeks, the velocity for the third quarter. That, I think, could shock a lot of people. And when it does, remember, monetary uh, your money supply growth plus velocity to your inflation. Again, more inflation. So this is what we think is going to happen. But there's another thing. We studied the 1919 uh, 19, 19 pandemic, 1918 pandemic. It started going away in, 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 in 1919. Uh, at the end of that, in 20. What did we see after that? We had the Roaring Twenties, and people forget. People are going to want to get out. They're going to want to do things. They're, they're 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 tired of standing at home. I talked to uh, some clients up, uh, on the East Coast that are up there. And, you know one of them just uh, you know we talked about half an hour and, and she just went off on how she was of dealing with with the coronavirus, and she was ready to get out. They were planning a trip, and that's what you're going to see people they're going to want to get out they're, this people are going to want to do things they're going want to travel they're going to go out to restaurants they're going to want to enjoy life again. they're tired of this, so this economy is further accelerate, which is going to put more it more uh inflation into the system. So by the way, a tip here. I talked to a lot of people planning travel next year. If you're planning to travel next year, book your stuff now. Book your crews, book your airlines now. The flights are cheap. Once people start going out there and really do things, I think you're gonna see the planes and all this stuff fill up real quickly and the prices are going to really kick off on you. So you can kind of take advantage of it. A lot of a lot of the uh, airlines and travel comp- and the cruise ships are giving you cancellation. You have you'll have the ability to cancel as well. And so, if you put the money in now, if you're planning a trip, get get the the, the flights, the, the 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 cruises and stuff booked now because I think they're going to go a lot higher once the economy opens because everyone's going to head for the head for the hills, head for the Caribbean, head for the Europe or wherever they can go. Once this opens up, and then the flights could get a lot more expensive. So that's something to think about. Um, But but so what we're really looking for is really more inflation coming up, and I I think you have to start planning for it. Let me give you some other statistics. Uh, IMF is saying so far we've had eleven point seven trillion dollars in. in, in fiscal actions. Half of its fiscal spending, half of its liquidity supports around the world at, at 1.2%. Uh, government deficits are record highs, uh, $3.9 trillion in quantitative easing, uh, it, and we've seen just enormous amounts of this all around the world. It's not here, it's China, it's Europe. Europeans are much worse shape than we are. They're having to shut down all over the place. They don't know what to do. They're feuding with the Russians. They're feuding with us. You know, their banks are not capitalized. They're in trouble. And so it's going to be more, more money printing. I, I think the the era of, of deflation is over. And the, the, the final thing, you know, we, we, we talked about the $3 trillion in fiscal spending uh, we we, we talked another uh, one and a half to two trillion coming up an infrastructure coming up inflation but then the other thing if people are going to start spending money, we have shortages keep in mind we're in the era of global uh, deglobalization. We're moving the supply chains away from China that's going to be more expensive as well again more inflation China China is putting up been putting a cap on inflation. Cap on wages in this country for the last 25 30 years. That's going away. We're no longer going to tolerate China basically taking every bit of manufacturing and moving it to China under the guise of saving corporations of money and stripping our factories, lead, leading to massive unemployment, le- l- lack of innovation in the United States, and the hollowing now of the United States. The American people and the establishment in Washington by the way, are fed up with this. That So moving the supply chains back to the United States or Mexico or Canada, that's going to be more expensive. Another thing is inflation's coming up. And so you want to plan for inflation and understand you want to kind of make some adjustments to your portfolio. I think you're going to start seeing long-term rates going up pretty quickly. If Biden wins, are going to go up a lot quicker because they're going to be spending money like no tomorrow. And either way it goes, there's going to be more spending. And so you know, the inflation is starting to come up. So, well, let's take a quick break. Uh, we'll be right back right here on the Max Out Savings Show. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com.
3: Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512NewMedia.com or call 281-822-8803.
2: Welcome back to the Max Out Show. It, you know, we, we, we talked really about the more – about what we see is inflation. We, we really see record, record of fiscal spending, $3 trillion worth of fiscal spending already, additional deficit spending. They, they want to do – they're fighting right now. Nancy Pelosi wanted $3 trillion more, and she's down to $2.2 trillion. The, the Republicans are trying to stop that from just being a complete bailout to every reckless uh, – you know, poorly run democratic big city in this country, Uh and then we're going to hear about the infrastructure program next year. Again, constant amounts of spending, and and you're starting to see interest rates go up. If you look at the ten year, it's it, the ten year bond is uh, uh, the yield on it was got in August, right around the first of August, it got as low as about point five percent, and then it traded up around point. Six, eight. And recently it hit as high as 0.84 uh, percent on Friday. Uh, and so the interest rates are starting to climb. Uh, Wall Street and investors are understanding that that particularly if Biden gets in, there's going to be massive government spending, there's going to be massive deficit, uh, the things going to get out of control. And this is going to push up interest rates. At the same time, we talked about this inflation is starting to go up. Look, next two weeks, we're going to find out what that velocity number is. And, it, you know, on, uh, for the money supply, that's not going to be good. Uh, and we're seeing shortages of product out there, everything from washing machines to, uh, to lumber to uh, cars, you know someone's telling me that they heard a, a friend of theirs it, it, well, I, I don't know where I saw it, but the guy flew into Kansas to pick up a truck from Seattle I mean it's it, there's shortages of of, of, of of truck this was a pickup truck there's shortages of big semi trucks uh there's shortages of container of, uh, of the trailers they haul on, on on this on truck uh, it, this is across the board and so what we're seeing is is again in, in the economy, I want to emphasize, this economy is split right now. Things are going pretty good in in Houston. You know, I'm driving in. I'm stuck in traffic. Uh, The East Coast, New York City is still shut down. Uh, They might never be able to open that place up as long as de Blasio's there. Uh, Washington shut down still. Uh, Washington State, Seattle, uh, California shut down. California has gotten so bad, now they're mandating only three families or something for Thanksgiving, socially distancing. They're trying to discourage people from from going to you know having. They're trying to mandate Thanksgiving. Uh, Thanksgiving is a holiday that gives thanks to God, you know, for, for the year and, and, and for our lives. And, and here, Governor Newsom is trying to shut it down. You know, you see in this pressure against against uh, religious groups. We see at our church, we, they, they 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 shut our church down. They wouldn't let us go to church. And finally, we got it reopened. And uh, the, the uh, De Blasio is trying to shut down the synagogues in uh, in New York. I mean, the the, the Jewish people there, the, the, the big synagogues, the Hasidic people, they're kind of like the Baptists down here. They build big places, and you know, it's a big deal to them, and they're trying to shut them down. And, and, and so, it, it's appalling, you know, the war on on Christianity out there I, that, that we've seen. I mean, we can have massive Black Lives. Uh, Matter protests out there, and and then we shut down the the, the churches. I mean, how 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 does this world make any sense at all? And and it shows how important this election is—is to just you know put a stop to this insanity that's going on. But but so but the point I kind of deviate is the economy in the South is doing pretty good. We're dealing with shortages. What's going to happen when New York, California, Washington State, uh, New Jersey? Massachusetts, Illinois, and uh, uh, Michigan reopen. reopened. in all these blue states, they're trying to shut these economies down. They don't want anyone voting for Donald Trump. When that reopens, there's going to be a huge amount of spending coming in. The end. This is going to be inflationary. By the way, if you've got any questions or comments, you can give us a call at 713 in seventy here in the Massive Savings Show. So, so we're dealing with more inflation this time. Unlike two thousand, the last financial crisis, two thousand and eight through ten, this time the money's coming to the general economy. This time we have massive fiscal stimulus. Uh, This time uh, there's there's rescues for smaller size business, which is putting more money in the economy. And and this time we're seeing, as we get through the crisis, we're going to still see more fiscal stimulus. The money's coming down. And it's causing inflation. At the same time, we no longer have the uh, globalization to our back where they can move the factories out of the United States, cut the cost, reduce inflation. Now the factories are coming back because we, we realize the massive damage done to the United States of America by, by, by corporate America moving their factories to China. It's been hugely destructive uh, for our working people, for our factories, for intellectual property. In, in the future, we could be endangered. We we talked about back in early March, or even anybody in, in February. We, we warned you that if, if we get cut off from 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 uh, China makes about eighty percent of the raw materials for for medicines. If we get cut off, we're in serious trouble. We were struck by a pandemic and had no access to PPE because the Chinese kept it for themselves. That's not an acceptable thing. But this all costs more money. So what do you do? More inflationary. Uh, plus the T-party is well. A couple things. So, Ted, what do you do? you got to look at things. Where are we at right now? We've got stock prices are at record high levels, P-E ratios record high, uh, price to cash flow, price to sales. On every measure, the markets are extraordinarily high. But they're, particularly the tech sector, particularly the growth stock, there's a lot of companies that are just now uh, recovering. They aren't doing it as well. If you look at inflation, it's going to benefit the precious metals, gold and silver, particularly if the dollar starts falling. It's going to be commodities, cyclicals, because a lot of the cyclicals help get the commodities out. And also, the deglobalization is going to help the cyclicals in this country because it's going to bring more business back to the United States. So you've got gold and silver. You have the agricultural commodities. As the dollar falls, inflation is going to cause the dollar to fall. That will help out the ag sector, corn, your soybeans. We're already seeing the record harvest. We warned you about the harvest problems in China, and we're seeing some stuff there. So the ag stocks are going to be a good place to be. They're, They're pretty reasonably priced in here. A lot of these stocks are reasonably priced because you've got other things like Zoom at 50 times sales. In other, other companies out there. Zoom has the same market capitalization as Cisco. I was talking to a friend of mine, she worked, worked at Cisco. i like, I said, you guys really blew it. You had access. to Everyone was using your corporate uh, Cisco program for, for video conferencing, and, and yet you didn't go this direction to the public. And, and Zoom has the same market capitalization as Cisco right now, which is, again, the pricing is stupid in much of the tech sector. So, Oil and gas. If you're a money manager, like we're an investment manager, well, if you put an oil and gas stock in the portfolio and you're up on the East Coast in New York City or somewhere, you're going to get phone calls demanding that your oil and gas stock be pulled out of the person's account. They're not supporting oil and gas because they're a Democrat and they're going to defund oil and gas and get rid of it. So... All the portfolio managers are afraid to put oil and gas in. Is oil and gas sector is the most hated sector out there right now? Oil and gas is where tobacco was twenty years ago when tobacco was going away. And Philip Morris is still around making a whole bunch of money, but that's it, it's the same thing right now. The, everybody's running an ESG, environmental, social, governance. You know, if you can find a company that, 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 that their product is is selling uh, critical race thinking. Uh, seminars, corporations, you can make billions. I mean, those fools are buying that crap is extraordinary. But but everyone's buying ESG stocks. And so those stocks are very expensive. But the oil and gas sector, very cheap. The uh, ag sector, very cheap. Uh, a lot of manufacturing stocks are pretty cheap. I mean, we're talking about shortages all over the place. That's going to be good for earnings. Uh, tips which is a treasury inflation-protected securities. Those things are going to do well in a more inflationary environment. I'm, I'm looking at the uh, – let me see. Let me pull this back up on the screen. At the long bond right now, the TLT, which is just the ETF 20-year-plus. Uh, that thing is, is from 172 to 158. That's dropping, so you don't have to be in long-term bonds. Do we have a question?
4: We have Charles know? on the phone.
2: Oh, hey, Charles, how you doing?
4: Uh, good morning. Uh, yes, I had a question, uh, and actually, it had to do with uh, Biden's plan w- regarding the oil and gas. Uh, wouldn't that also impact farmers, uh, particularly if, uh, since they they contribute to the, uh, I guess, the ethanol? In the uh, and the gasoline, uh, what are your thoughts on
2: uh, it? Repeat the question, Charles. I'm sorry, you broke up on me a little bit.
4: Uh, okay my uh, my question my question has to do with the uh, Biden's plan regarding the oil and gas uh, the, uh, industry. Uh, wouldn't it Wouldn't the farmers be impacted by that? In as much as there's ethanol that's being produced, you know, used in the production of gasoline.
2: Oh, that absolutely, yes, Charles. That's, that's a great point. I mean, because the, you, I think it's a mandate of 10% right now, which ethanol, which is produced for corn. Yeah, they, they could be in trouble, uh, but I, I don't think it's going to happen. But, yeah, that's one of the, 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 the problems with, with the uh, ethanol. I mean, it's amazing that Trump isn't doing better in, in Iowa because I don't know what those people are thinking up there because if they get rid of oil and gas and convert to electricity, they're not going to be selling any corn.
4: Yeah, I mean, uh, and I guess obviously Houston would would definitely be impacted. I'm I'm sure all over, but uh, I I think the you know I I mean I don't know. I I guess it depends on how this thing would be rolled out. But uh, uh, in any event, I uh, I just thought about that no, not really. Uh Look,
2: look, uh, the other bullish thing on the ag sector, Charles, is if the dollar falls, that's very bullish. Keep in mind, oil and gas and Agricultural commodities are all priced in in dollars. So if the dollar falls, which we think it could, then that's gonna that's gonna help out those
4: commodities. Yeah, yeah, okay, all right.
2: Okay, well, question. Thank all. you. Thank you. The, uh, no, I mean that's it, it, people don't understand how far-reaching this oil and gas. Is. Uh, it, did you see the way Trump's eyes lit up when when uh, when uh, the Joe Biden said they were going to transition away from oil, out of oil and gas. Uh, he just couldn't believe he even said it. And uh, look, this is uh, this is a really a big threat. I mean, I, I don't understand why the state of Texas isn't taking this a lot more seriously. They need to pull together a little bit. I mean, they ought to really be pushing, including the Democrats, ought to be pushing back on this stuff. And uh, you know, it just shows you how far how far apart we really are. So uh, we'll. I mean, but they. From what I'm seeing, I still think Trump is going to win. Uh, I'm looking at the polling. The the polls are tightening like they did in 16. Uh, If if you look at the polls, uh, the ones that did best was the uh, Tragifar group. They've got Trump winning in a lot of these areas. Uh, He seems to be really picking up the African – he's picking up a lot more African-American votes. The Hispanic vote, I believe, is really turning to Trump right now, and I think that's going to be the key to whether he wins the election or not. I think that's going to be the key right there. Uh, the Pennsylvania. What worries me is the the, the ballot fraud in Pennsylvania and Michigan and Nevada. That that you know that could that could cause Trump to lose the election. I think if he loses, it's going to be ballot fraud, and, and which is going to be. Completely out of control in these places, and I don't know what they're going to do about it. Uh, this market is up near high. I think you've got to be real careful with the market. Uh, if, if, if Biden were to win, uh, everybody's going to start selling into the market. They're going to start selling assets, all types of assets, raise capital gains, and pay for the capital gains this year because the, ta- the taxes are going to go up next year. That's going to put huge pressure on all asset classes, uh, and then that's going to be much it's going to drop the dollar. I, I, I've seen these stories out of Wall Street how, oh, this is it's not going to be a big problem. No, it's going to be a disaster if Joe Biden wins this election. People do not understand how bad it's going to be uh, on so many fronts. And so make sure you get uh, vote. Get your friends to vote, your family. Look, if, if some of your family members... If, if they're complaining about Donald Trump, well, tell them not to vote. They don't need to vote for Biden. You don't, you know, understand who this person is. Uh, this critical race thinking, this environmental, you know, new green deal they have out there, these are crazy ideas. I mean, we're all for cleaning up. The Go drive across Texas, see how many wind turbines. You will be stunned how many there are here. But you cannot have deal with the insanity of the Democratic Party. I mean, this, these are socialists uh, that are they're driving this party. Biden won't be in there long, and Kamala Harris is going to take over, and, and it's going to be a disaster for this country. So uh, make sure you get out and vote. Do we have a quick question? or
3: Jennifer? No, that's all.
2: Okay, great. Uh, so anyway, look, if you haven't signed up for our free max out savings report, we're putting that out right. Uh, we're writing it now. Uh, we're going to put out a couple the next couple of weeks this is a free report right all about what's happening in the world how to, you're going to have to understand you need to manage your retirement for inflation in the future inflation can be deadly to retirement cuz you have you can live an average uh, bed, uh, a a family can uh, a married couple can one of them be 90 over 90 percent chance that inflation will destroy a retirement if it's not carefully uh, taken care of. Most retirement plans are vastly under 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 planned for retirement. This is, this is something that's going to have, and we're going to try to expand upon this coming to the end of the show. Thanks a lot for listening. If you need some help, go to our website, sign up for a, a, a thing or an appointment, free appointment. We'll see you next week. Right here, next up, the show.
0: 1070. The Big 1070 is everywhere. Click listen live on am1070theanswer.com. Go to the App Store and download the KTH app on your smartphone where you can tap the app and listen to AM 1070 the answer. You can even use the KTH app to wake up to AM 1070 on Alexa. Ask to play the Houston answer. Plus, you can hear us on tunein.com, iHeartRadio, and radio.com. And in Houston, you'll find us on AM 1070 and FM 1033 the answer.
3: This is Larry Elder. This radio station has been telling you for months that November's election could dramatically change what our country's future looks like. If you believe in freedom supported by law and order, your values are on the line. Make sure you are registered and prepared to vote whether at the polling place or by absentee ballot. Our nation is at a crossroads and every vote counts. Thanks for listening and stay tuned through Election Day.
0: KNTH and K27070EFM, Houston, AM1070TheAnswer.com, SALM on the NASDAQ, a service of Salem Media Group, AM1070 and FM1033, The Answer.